Hello, and welcome to the Thrive Yoga and Wellness Podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and I am so excited to share today's episode. We will be diving into a little bit more of the philosophy, maybe even a bit of history, and tiptoeing perhaps into some mythology surrounding a yoga practice here in the West. Now, we are not experts by any shape of the imagination. We are yoga enthusiasts sharing the information that we have learned along our journey, and we hope that you find it entertaining and maybe even a little educational. Thank you so much for tuning in, and don't forget to subscribe to this channel. everybody and welcome to Thrive Yoga and Wellness as we talk about Wama Baga Wednesday. This is week number three, three. right? Yep. For our last, last 90 days challenge and today we are going to be talking about the third chakra otherwise known as the navel or solar plexus and or Manipura. Manipura. Pura? Pura? Mm -hmm. Manipure. Okay, so tell us where this, this this chakra is. Oh, wait, wait, wait. First of all, my name is Jennifer Dixon with Thrive Yoga and Wellness. We have Leslie. And I'm Merritt with the Energy Center and Thrive Yoga and Wellness. Happy and to be with you today. They refuse to disclose their last names, apparently. My last name is Gwen. <laughs> Does anybody Gwen. remember our last name? Gwen. <laughs> Anything this else is sliding down a slippery slope on feminism and how women Ooh. rarely ever introduce yes. themselves with first and last names. If you meet a guy, a man more statistically will introduce himself as John Doe. Women will just be Jane. And I so, usually say Merritt Maloof. Oh, you do? Merritt Maloof. Oh, okay. There you go. There you go. I know that before, and, and this is, I mean, I've never really thought about this, but until, you know, Jeremy and I got married, like, I was... I'm Leslie Hips, you know, like here I am, but now I'm like, I'm Leslie, you know, and I feel like, again, so we'll get into that, but I guess. But this is why we brought this up today. Yeah. Because the solar plexus is about the sense of self. And the masculine and feminine that you <laughs> are, I guess, as you grow older, you um, identify with. So first of all, ladies, where is this? Where is the Manipurta? Manipurta. The Manipura. See if we can get you tapped in again this week, Jennifer. Are you talking about the location? I know you usually talk about the location. Well, it's, it's, find your belly button again. <laughs> and it's a few inches above that. We're just going to say a few this time. <laughs> because the second chakra is two inches below. Around two inches. Yeah. Around. Yeah. And so the Manipura is right above the belly button. So I'm going to, I'm going to do this for all the viewers and the masses. So I'm not going to pull up my shirt, but here's your belly button. Here is your uh, sacral chakra is going to be located here. Root is down here. Solar plexus <laughs> is up here. So in between your rib cage right here and that name, um, I was talking to Merritt before we started and I said, this, this chakra is just jamming me up. Like it's hard. It's a hard thing for me to grasp on. And even the name solar plexus, everything else, like the root, I understand that because the root of the base of your spine. Sacral is related to a body part, even heart, throat. I know we don't have three eyes, but you know, third eye is where your eye should be. But solar plexus, solar, you think sun. So I'm like, why is it named this? And it's because that's where all of the nerve roots, the ganglion, the everything that happens, it all gathers here that 
is fueling the rest of your body. So you have your adrenal glands that it's connected to and your um, all the nerves that are connected from your chest into your heart, you know, that go to your brain. So everything is kind of central right here. It's it's a big powerhouse. It's, it's, it is the powerhouse. And we receive a lot of energy through our solar plexus. It's that feeling that you've been kicked in the gut. If someone yeah. says something, you feel like it enters you right here. Yes. It's because it enters into that very powerful chakra. And we hold our self-worth there. So if we personalize what people say or we feel attacked, that's where we receive it. We yes. may hold it down here, but it's received through there. So it's very important it's for everyone, especially women though, to make sure their solar plexus is strong and and healthy. It has a lot to do with vitality and joy. Right. And the reason it feels hot is because the element associated with it is fire. Yeah. So fire energy is very important. There's a fire meditation in here where you focus on fire to help heal your solar plexus. So I think very I, important. Jennifer Shopping. and I have talked before and um, if there's an element to identify each of us in our relationship, you got fire right here. Like, I mean, she's just, Oh, I thought you were saying you were. No, 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 I'm flighty. I'm air. I think, I think you definitely yeah. portray that fire. Like you, you know who you are. You, I, I admire you for this. You know oh, who you are and you, you don't ever back down from what you know is best and what you know is right for you and for others. And that's hard with this chakra is to be able to not allow everything you've been taught to affect your thoughts, but also to honor yourself, you know? Well, those are the things we need to it. reflect on though, yeah. as we work toward healing the solar plexus, instead of labeling it as hard or bad, just to bring our awareness to it. And, and also like, you have a lot of really strong, you have a lot of strength too. Right now, you may not be feeling all that strength, but to reflect on what your gifts are in this area. You're very intuitive, you know, you're very loving and you honor others. Mm -hmm. And so that shows the strengths that you have in your solar plexus and the parts that you feel are weaknesses. Then we bring that, we'll have us a fire. You know, I'll start you a fire for your solar plexus. We love fires. You guys, I wish that I could just throw in these random song lyrics that come in my head. Nobody here knows who Prodigy is in the Firestarter song, right? I do know who Prodigy is. Remember, Remember like that. We're about the same age. So anyway, sorry. But I think that it's interesting, ugh, interesting, Merit, that I'm so excited that you brought that up because this is also the seat of our ego. Mm -hmm. This is where we have to really think what is good for me versus what is good for the time being. And it's more than just right now, it's long-term. And, and it's hard when when we start to identify with this chakra, with this area, to be ourselves because you're taught sometimes to kind of tone it down, to not, not fly your flag as high as you want to. And that comes over time, but like you said, identification of this and honoring that. Well, and that criticism, that, that self-criticism, not only toward ourselves, but when others 
when we feel criticized by others, that's where it enters is through here. And when we're critical of others as well. Yeah. So that kind of self-worth issue that makes us kind of check in before we put ourselves out there. Maybe we need to do that some, maybe that's okay, but we also need to make sure that we're living in alignment with our truth. And so when someone, I feel like I have a pretty strong solar plexus. I've worked on it a lot because I can be hypersensitive. I can be critical or expect people to do things in the way that I recognize them. And that's the right way. That, that, but what is right or wrong? Exactly. What are those labels, you know? And just kind of a strong sense of acceptance and allowing people to be where they are is is a sign of a strong solar plexus. Mm -hmm. I've struggled with that a lot too. I have too. It was, it was hard because it was my way or the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> and you so either did it my way or you're wrong. Or you're wrong. Yeah. And that was the struggle, especially early on in the marriage. And so like coming to terms with the fact that there's more than one right way of doing things, it's it's a big that's a big part of the self-discovery and age mm -hmm. has something yes. to do with it. Balancing and wisdom. Here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But also just kind of when you come into yourself in some regard, when you really are rooted in, okay, well, this is who I am and kind of being okay in your own skin. That's yeah. something that I think for me came with life and experience and trying to change myself around to be, who I thought I needed to be for these people or these situations. And then finally just saying, you know what? I have gifts to share mm -hmm. and I'm not going to share them by playing small and I just kind of owning that I love is it. how we begin to be rooted in our solar plexus. Do you think that there's a little bit more about the fact that we're all mothers as well? Scoot in here. Cause I feel like you're falling off the camera. Do you feel like as a, as a mother, like, and I'm like we're in the midst of it. Yours is yours baby's now in the weeds. We're in the weeds. We're, we're, we're in the trenches and you're For us right now, we don't we don't know what Merritt I mean, like Merritt has a grown daughter and you know, we don't know that yet. So we could say we're in the trenches, it's so hard. We have no idea what's coming. That's you know? that's true. I would say, yeah, that as you're raising your your children, the solar plexus is probably out of whack most <laughs> <laughs> everything's out of whack <laughs> I, I wrote down um some stuff and i'm just gonna get my notes here and read it, read it. So, um but when i when we're operating from the manipura area it's um drives us to attach to what we do it's placing our whole worth and identity on what we are doing and not doing and how good we've done something so when it's balanced or, or when it's imbalanced or blocked, here's your tuning fork back. I'm just going to brush my hair with it like Ariel. When it's imbalanced, it's not enough for us to know that we've done well. Someone, I mean, we could get the presidential award for merit or whatever achievement and we could still be like, oh, I still didn't do like that third step the right yeah. way. And that is me. Like I have such problems with this and I struggle with this. Like I am told this is good enough. This is great. This is good, but it's not how I think it's good. So then I'm not okay with it. And there's times where you just have to be like, okay, this person is accepting of what I'm producing. It is good enough. Be okay with that. Stop being 
the worst critic kind of thing. Well, and understanding that all of these things that we're doing and evolving to, it is an evolution. Like we get better as we do it. It's remembering that too, that you're going to get better. You know, it, you're not stuck where you are and you're going to get better. But um, one of the other things that I have down here, um, we need to be acknowledged. We need to shame ourselves as failures, um, and that begins a cycle. And when this area is blocked, we end up trapped in a loop of fear and inaction, which feeds the paradoxical paradigm of being simultaneously better than and worse than everyone around us. I'm a little confused by that. You're going to have to translate Okay, so that. it's basically saying, like, my way or the highway, but I'm still not as good as, like, the people across the street with the greener grass. You know, I'll never... When your chakra's imbalanced. Right. Yeah. And imbalanced. That, those are... And, and I think, just from, you know, my peer group of other moms and women that I know that are my age that have young children, that's a daily struggle. You know, like, I want... This is good enough. My kids are happy in the moment. My kids are great. But they have like, clothes yeah, and food. Yeah. Whoever shoes they have on, they're still wearing some shoes. But, like, <laughs> you know, like... But... Across the street, their yard looks so perfect, and their swing set is a different color. And who oh cares? God. That's the I whole have the thing. Best curtains. Well, yes. maybe you do care. I do because Ooh. I was raised. I'm not gonna say I was raised differently. Obviously, I was because I was an only child, and I wasn't a boy with two brothers. But you know, like what I grew up with was, for me, personal anecdote from my past. Um, the decorating den truck in our um, driveway for months while my mom picked out everything to match, wallpaper, curtains, everything to go in our house. And now with my kids, I'm like, you're going to ruin it anyways. So, so you pick out whatever you like, and as long as it's within budget, we'll go with that. And one day we'll have nice things. But right well, now... You're helping them develop their solar plexus because they can be rooted in who they are and what they like. I want them to have that. And that's one thing that I was like, you know, when at that age with the decorating bin, decorating van. Do you guys remember the song, the jingle for that? Why do I remember this? Decorating, decorating, it can be so fun. Okay. Anyways. Um, yeah. Rabbit trail. Yeah. Must Sorry. be a Nashville thing. <laughs> Charlotte, Charlotte. Charlotte. Um, so, yeah. Charlotte, Charlotte, Charlotte. Anyways. Anyways. Coming back. My mom didn't let me pick out anything that I wanted in my room. Texture wallpaper, you could touch it. I'm sure if any of my friends from my childhood are watching this remember this. It was like zebra um, stripes and cheetah fur, but it was textured on the wall and it was pastel colors. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was very like. But that was super cool then at the time. For her. For her, yeah. Yeah, I didn't want that, but you know, it's her house. So I got to pick out a bed spread and it all worked out. I was fine. I had a bed to sleep in and a room and everything was fine. But my kids now, I mean, like, unfortunately, it's this battle that I have within myself that I have to do things differently than what how my mother did for me and raised me. And I might give them too much control of the situation in times. But, like, if my kid wants a Star Wars room, he can have a Star Wars room. There isn't anything wrong with that, you know? And then I like to use my own creative stuff to help him out and develop his solar plexus or his own likes you know that's his sense room. Of identity yeah and, that, and that's the whole thing it's a sense of identity and i want them to have that and we struggle with that because they're so close in age and there's three of them and who they each are is so different 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 but yeah we struggle with that but when everything is balancing you have that sense of self 
and you know what you like and you don't like, you're better able to stand up for yourself later on That's in life. Right. And then hopefully you start to understand that your identity isn't wrapped up in those things at all. No. That you may resonate with certain things, but that your identity is so much deeper than you know, the decorations we have, the clothes we wear. And none of that, yeah, none yeah. of that, when you get down to it, none of that is what you are. No, I mean, like, it is a reflection of you, but it's sure. not who you are. Mm -hmm. And some people, you know, have these, I shouldn't say it like this because it sounds kind of bad, but, you know, they have beautiful homes and they have beautiful things in their homes, but does that make them a better person? No. It doesn't make them any better than... I am. I don't know these people, you know, like, I mean, it's not going to I like. I used to say we have a beautiful house with beautiful things in it. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's keep assuming. So, um, but this is our center for self-confidence too. It's our center for individual, individualization in the world and having that and knowing that and keeping it healthy for children, you know, as they grow older, you know, I, my kids love your daughter. They told me this week, she's so smart. She knows so many things about everything. And I've, I tend to agree. And I've seen her, and she, in reference to this chakra, she is her own person, and she is glorious for that. Like, I mean, she's beautiful, and that these are just, you know, things that you can see in another person, but she's a good person. I mean, you raised a really, really good daughter, but you also, I'm sure, allowed her to express and be her own person instead of telling her, no, you can't do that. No, you know. I saw that too. Right. But within <laughs> reason, you know, I mean, like, Sedona, she's, she's, a, she's just a beautiful person and how she is with other people, they just, they're attracted to her and, but they know that Sedona is not going to, you know, I would not imagine, this is me, this is my I would not imagine that I could be like, hey, Sedona, do you want to go and um, go get our nails done? Maybe go get some Botox or something like that. Sedona would be like, you're crazy. Like, you know, like that's not her thing. I don't see her as being very, you know, um, like frou-frou. That's not Sedona. She's, she's a truer person than that. It's more than just surface is what I'm trying to say. You know, like she's a deeper person. But I think. She has a sense of self. And but I think you could have that and also get Botox. Oh, yeah, I'm sure you, you know, can. You know, I yeah. mean. Yeah. You can have that and also enjoy some material things. Yeah. You know, it's just, is that what makes you okay? Right. And that's where I think an imbalance can occur because yes. so many people place so much value on what is um, deemed good, acceptable, perfect on an outside yeah, level because versus what's internal. Yes. Self-image is all tied up here. Right. And if you're out of balance, then... You know, you have this thing you have to prove right. by what you have or by, you know, this this label of clothes or, you know, this brand. Yeah. That's what your identity's tied up in. But when you begin to heal, you can still enjoy those things when you begin to heal your solar plexus. But you're just not, that's not what makes you okay. Right. Right. Yeah. It's, it's there's that thing uh, Paul said in the Bible where he's he's learned to be okay when he has a lot and when he's had has a little. Yeah, it's like being okay with whatever you have. That's not what makes you. It's the happiness and the stillness of being. 
yes of being used. and i know i spent a lot of years in that play in that power play of accumulating and you know it's an empty game it is it really is i did i wanted to read this i think this is really good when the navel solar plexus is balanced we are energetic and confident we're in touch with our personal power able to follow through on ideas and see tasks through to completion. The warm fire of the navel solar plexus shines brightly, allowing us to feel cheerful, vital, strong, and alive. So when we, when we are strong in this solar, and we go through times when we are and times when we're not, right? But we wanna build a strong sense of identity and self-respect. And if others, expectation of you we have cardinal medicine if other people's expectations of you are taking you away from having that self sense of self-respect then we do need to look at that and we do need to stand up in our own power in those times so what are some physical manifestations of an imbalance of something not 100% being right with digestive your issues addiction fear of rejection um trying to control everything Oops. we're playing footsies down here we're listening but also yeah. so basically if you if you have a whole bunch of stuff going on in your belly then if it's imbalanced if it's imbalanced then maybe we should we should focus on the manipur okay so by focusing on the manipur since this is a yoga studio what are some yoga things we could do to help bring about balance in this solar plexus chakra sun meditation sun salutations building heat because building heat of because kundalini of course also we have a kundalini class on thursday we do shout out to missy with her kundalini inspired flow on thursdays at 11. and um like specific yoga poses like you had said like heart openers and um and I read also like boat. Um, oh, boat, yeah. It's that was one of the ones in these cards. I didn't bring all of them. Boat and twists hard. too. Yeah, twists. And twists just um, ringing that crap out. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So if you in canoe, um, I'm just not a fan. <laughs> I'm just not you know, like the twists. Anything where you're focusing on your energetically. Yeah. Energetically paying attention to breathing and moving the crap literally and figuratively in this midsection. Yes. That's what, so for a yoga pose, when you're in a back bend, you are stretching that junk out. Right. When you're twisting, you're moving some stuff along. Because our power radiates from here. Oh, that's a deep thought, your power. And here's something to think about. So, ooh, this is two little rabbit holes we could take on. So as we, age and the with the lifestyle that we have we sit all the time mm, so true. what happens as we sit all the time this area atrophies because we're mm. no longer an active society like when it was an agrarian society and everybody was out you know working the land or whatever you had to move so your power source stayed strong mm. what is the first thing to go basically this this area starts to atrophy which leads to all sorts of health ailments but I wonder if there could be like a, a slippery slope to go down on with these these addictions you see a rise in different types mm -hmm. of addictions you see a rise in all of these issues control controlling 
oh my gosh, digestion issues. Digestion is a big one. Digestion is huge. Yeah, it's your digestion, your vitality for life, sense of sight, your stomach, pancreas, gallbladder. All of that stuff here. Unless you were born without one. My husband was born without a gallbladder. He's <laughs> one in two million people. And I said to him right after surgery, after they searched for three hours in his body for a gallbladder, I was like, you're a mutant. And he's like, I'm just highly evolved, Leslie. I'm not a mutant. <laughs> he's highly evolved. I'm, so so we're, we're all working towards evolving and, yeah. and, and being better people. Our and liver, it, blood sugars. Th this came, like when I see this, like liver, blood sugars, you know, I think diabetes and I think, you know, with your pancreas, stomach and digestion and everything. When someone doesn't have, and, and leading to the addicting behaviors, when someone, you know, they try and find peace in something else. And that's what, you know, as I understand it, it gets down to the root of it. That's what most addiction is stemming from is that someone's trying to um, pacify themselves. Mm -hmm. It's always wanting more of what you don't want. Right. It's you're seeking to fill out. that hole. Right. And in and, and that area, you know, one thing that a lot of people maybe don't even realize is that they have alcohol problems. You know, and um, how much alcohol they drink, that's your liver. That's, you know, your gallbladder, your all that stuff that's right here on your right side, you know, and then you have your stomach on your left side. It's all right here through this area that is your solar plexus. So if you're neglecting that, you're putting the wrong things in your body, how is that going to help any of that to function properly to give the proper energy or right. blood circulation or synapses and the nerves or whatever is going so on. How is that going to work properly? Yeah, so it would stand to reason that things that would heal this chakra would be things that strengthen our sense of identity, our nervous system, mm -hmm. yoga poses that, you know, strengthen the core, bring power to the core, power to the sense Or remove stagnation, if you will. That's the, the twisting, helps to, re yes. to get stuff moving. Yes. And but you can also have an, an overabundance of this energy as well. Ooh, let's talk about it's, that. It's not minute. just, you know, like a lack or, you know, you could be good, you know, and not need help in this chakra, this area, but you can also have too much. And that's where, um, and what I, from what I read, that's what a lot of men experience where women where you know, we identify with not having enough of this energy, men that have excessive okay. energy. So those that do have excessive energy in this area, um, they have a need to control and judge others. They quit before they succeed if they get upset, like if there's something that they feel like they can't. Fear of failure. Yeah. Fear of success. Yes, it's a fear of, like, what if I get there and then what am I gonna do after that? Um, also, over-competitive. Uh, that would be me. Taking it to extremes. Prone to child's ten temper tantrums, outbursts, and when you don't get your way, overly aggressive and need to dominate other people and a control freak. So when is this chakra area developed? Between the ages of 18 months and four years, which I was like, well, wait, last week it was like two years and like six years, but that's how they have to work together. It's your, you know, from your sacral area it's your identity and then it's also your will your you know how you're going to live life how you're going to be happy is your solar plexus so it's it's this whole area it's your gut still it's that gut instinct your gut feelings what you truly love in life it's this area that's all here and if this area isn't taken care of 
the rest of it is not going to work as like it should, you know, that's, that's really what I'm getting a lot from reading so much about the chakras is that there's definite correlations between physical body parts inside of us or, you know, that we can see, but there's so much development and, um, in our own minds that go on at this point that deal with this, with these areas, you know, I wonder if there's correlation between children that might, you know, not have, that might be in some kind of foster situation and not have great childhoods, you know, what is their digestive issues or, you know, as they get older, you know, there's a, there's a correlation that they've found already between children that are in, you know, bad homes usually do choose addiction in some form or another, whether it's, and, and not addiction meaning just drugs and alcohol, but it could be shopping. It could be, you know, it could be drinking Diet Coke. It could be, you know, anything really. It's it's how you choose to pacify that feeling that you don't want to experience, like you said. Am I on the same page? Uh, yeah, I think so. You okay. Um, I'm just listening. We're, we're riding the train with you. Yeah. yeah. We're on here going like, good There's job. So, like I said, this, this. So you want to question yourself, you know, about, like ask yourself questions to see check in and see where your solar plexus is like are you ruled by doubt and fear mm -hmm. or do you have a strong need to control and if so can you be happy if you don't get your way and if the answer is no then we need to work on strengthening our right. solar plexus there's also i mean and then decision making is in part fueled by this energy and it's with help from our third eye for clarity that we can usually use that. So when we get to the third eye, I'm sure we'll come back here and touch on this, but there's positive aspects. I mean, it's not all bad from this area, but um, the ability to experience joy in life, your drive, your determination, your stamina, self-discipline, responsibility, your work ethic, and your perseverance. Personal empowerment and uh, on autonomy are the epitome of the third chakra AKA you need to get your ass in gear basically is what I read. Like you need to do what you have to do for yourself. If you want anything to work as it should, which is a great segue into this last 90 days challenge mm -hmm. and, and why we are doing the last 90 days challenge. And it's again, I want to stress this enough. Like it is not a diet. I don't do diets. Like I refuse. I ate a brownie on the way over here, which is whatever it is. Yeah, what it, one? Yeah. That was the last one. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I didn't even mention it. Well, it's that the whole really point. hurts my solar plexus. I don't feel important to you. Oh, you're so important. You but you didn't bring me a you know brownie. brownie was I so will make better brownies than what Jennifer did, and I'll bring them, and they will be hot still, okay. and they'll be better. Because I'm going to need some hot brownies to heal my solar plexus from this rejection. But on the flip side. She was just trying to feed herself. I felt I, that right I just here. Was, I was just hungry. <laughs> and I wanted chocolate brownie. <laughs> and so I found myself. But no, but that's the whole point. It's like recognizing the fact that you don't necessarily, there is, that's not to say that if there is an imbalance and there is something wrong that we shouldn't address the, the addiction maybe to food even. Right. But the last 90 days challenge is all about doing something to improve you. Mm -hmm. yes. to, to crowd out the bad. 
with good. The more good things that you're doing, the more wonderful things that you're doing to nourish yourself and to nourish yeah. your body, mind, and soul, then the less place there's going to be for that crap. So, ladies, how are you doing? What was what was maybe your one of the things you wanted to work on in this last 90 days challenge? Go for it, Mary. You're first. I'll, well, I just wanted to share the energy of the earth. I wanted to create these grids that, that we're doing and bring in like the nourishing elements of the earth to share with other people so that earth medicine could be appreciated. That's what my goal was through what we're doing as a yoga studio. But what about you and personally? My, me personally? Uh oh, putting you on the spot. I'll have to go back to my notes. I think efficiency, I need to be more efficient was one of the things and you know trying to add in these elements for daily mindfulness definitely helps me to see what areas I could be more efficient in and be more efficient and not feel like I'm like just running 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 from one thing to another all day yeah and to have you breathe even as I'm going through the things and bring the mindfulness into the busyness Ooh, that's deep and are you taking small steps to do it I think so. What's a small step you think you could share to, to educate me? Because I need to to be breathe. more efficient. Yeah. Oh, to breathe. To to be to mindful just in the business. Remind myself when I'm feeling rushed and when I'm feeling like I have more to do than time, to just bring my presence to it. To breathe and to just be fully present, regardless of what I'm doing. And then I don't have the scattered energy everywhere. And I'm doing this, but. I'm thinking about the 10 things I have to do later. Mm -hmm. I'm fully here now. Oh, that's that's beautiful. Yeah. That's a goal of mine. And it works out well until I find out that I didn't show up to work. <laughs> you what? know what? It's baby steps. It's right. baby steps and it's all about like a journey, right? Life, we weren't here for just a day. Like what's that one little bug, fruit flies. We get, if we're lucky, we get over 75, 80 years to experience this journey and um, maybe even longer. <laughs> and so it's about improving it on every step. So what about you, Leslie? So my um, whole intention for the 90 day challenge and for um, my New Year's resolution and what I've tried to, because I'm horrible about setting these, I'm going to do this on a piece of paper and then I can't find the piece of paper so I don't do it anymore but mm -hmm. it's just to be happy because in the past year I've had a whole lot happen that's been uh, there's happiness in it but it's been very very hard to find and seek out but it's a lot of change it's a lot of things that you know I wasn't expecting but in all of that there's good things but to remind myself that I'm only one person and I can only do so much and if it doesn't feel good, not saying like, oh, I don't want to get out of bed right now because that doesn't feel good. No, like you have to get out of bed every morning. But if there's something that people are telling you this has to be done, this has to be done this way, go do it then. You know, being able to allow myself to not be in control of everything, to go ahead and do things yeah. as things need to be done. That, well, and that and, has yeah. helped me to realize that like, it's not just happiness that I'm seeking. It's some kind of normalcy, but um, it's also me realizing that I have to make myself happy. Well, one of the areas that's so strong about the solar plexus though is that recognition that 
happiness doesn't come from outside things, the things that we do. It, we, we are that joy. And the stronger we're rooted in that, then we find that happiness within. And then we bring happiness to whatever we do. So happiness is a result. But we're not looking for it outside of ourselves. Like things don't have to go a certain way for us to be happy. We're in a constant state of that presence and that happiness. Where are you happiest at? I feel pretty happy everywhere. Like in the woods? Like oh, I know that you like Definitely your... in the woods. I feel bl blissful and calm in the woods. What about you, Jennifer? Where are you most happy at? It would be the same. Somewhere outside, surrounded by nature. But it could also be the ocean. Just being yeah. outside where there's not a lot of people. What is your 90 day? Yeah. What was your about you? So I love how deep y'all's were, first of all. I'm going to take a little sidebar, and I, I'm i clearly just not that deep of a person, or I'm not there yet, but mine was just to sleep a little more and to try to take a few, like, take a conscious effort of disconnecting more. Because, like you were saying, this last year has been hard. I don't do goals usually. I'm really not a goal. Like, I'm a goal person, but I'm not, like, a New Year's resolution person. I have visions. I do visions. Oh, that's deep. I just am like, I'm going to get this done and I do it. And I, I feel like this past year, my typical, I'm going to do this kind of went into overdrive and I signed myself up mm -hmm. in the studio and my family and my poor saint of a husband for too much. And it all came to a roaring explosion with the festival because that was bigger than I could have ever thought of while still trying to have the studio and still have a family and still do other things on the side. So my last 90 days challenge, what resonated with me was, sure, I've got like an extra 10 pounds that I could use lose if I wanted to, but I don't really care to do the work for it. So I'm kind of happy where I am. I feel like I'm already strong in my like daily devotion to physical well-being with my practice. But what I wasn't good at was disconnecting long enough and taking care of myself and nourishing myself through sleep and five, just even if it's just five minutes of of quiet meditation and um so my baby steps have been to try to to disconnect by 10 that's my goal it doesn't always happen i, I am happy to say i have noticed that with you like i'm like oh is this why you don't answer my calls anymore that that late yeah that, sorry I, and i did last night i was in bed i was asleep by 10. i got a text message from you like 15 minutes after and i remember like sort of hearing it and I was like, no, um, I need to take care of me. And that's one way you've been a teacher for me as you told me about putting do not disturb on. And I do that. And I look at my phone when I have time. Exactly. I'm not ruled by the fact that it's going off 20 times. Yeah, I bet that's, it's been very, very good for me. I'm not there yet. Like I was up till 1230 a couple nights ago working on something, but but By you knew when to stop. You knew that you had to tell yourself, I need to stop instead of, I'm not saying that I'm, I've been in your shoes because I'm not, but like I, I've had those nights that it, I look at the clock and I'm doing something and it's 3.30 in the morning. I'm like, is it worth two hours sleep before the kids wake up and start going again? You can't do that mm -hmm. to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yes, you can stay awake for three days at a time because I've done it, but it's not helpful to anyone yeah, around not, that's you or no, not nourishing you right. and it's not nourishing right. the and how much are you family. really getting done exactly. exactly so it's it's one of those like I, i'm proud of you because i have noticed that after the festival i was like i want to hear from jennifer not that you know you and i have you know secret late night phone calls or anything but like 
we would talk until, you know, or text or something until it was late in the evening. And there was a lot of stuff going on that needed to be addressed. Mm -hmm. And that there was a time and place. It's over Rune Festival and everything now. And like, I'm just really proud of you well, that you're taking you. that time for yourself. Thank you. It was like when I went into the summer, I had like one Elvira streak. And now if you get really close, it's gray the whole way across and down. And that I'm going to contribute to the 2019 over over commitment. Well, so hopefully at least you have like something you did. I, mean, I birthed Hudson and then looked in the mirror and I had gray hair. <laughs> That's a pretty big thing. That's a pretty big thing. It was just Hudson's arrival. It was like, oh God, okay. I aged 10 years. But, but you, you need to quit being so hard on yourself. Oh, You're thanks. beautiful. Thank you. But that's the, the whole point of the, the, the challenge really is to encourage us as a unit, the Thrive community as another unit. To It's not just about the scale. I hate the scale. I kind of refuse to get on the scale most often than not. It's not the scale. It's not like what I can't have. Mm -hmm. It is what I can have. And so what's and what the, you do have. And That's one do. of the mantras for... Um, that was the next segue. Yeah. So what are the mantras for the solar place? There's a lot, actually, that Ooh. I found. There's I do, Ooh. I will. One said I be, and I was like, I can't write or say that. That's I not, be. I'll be. I'll be there in a minute, I guess. But <laughs> like, I'm not... Yeah, that's not grammatically correct. But what? who you are, what you what you are, what you want to be in this world all resonates in that area. What is your sense of power? What gives you personal power? What do you want to feed your power to? Me personally? No. Oh, oh, I thought you were no, asking. I'm talking to them. Oh, talking yeah, to us. Uh, you can answer you. if you want. Um, I just want my, I mean, and this might still be something I need to work on, but I just really, really want my kids to know that they are worth everything that they want. I mean, they can do anything they want to. I want to be able to facilitate what I can for them as children, but I also want myself to know, like, I can't do everything for my kids. So, and I want, I want to be able to teach them that happiness comes from yourself. It's not going to be given to you in Lego sets. And it's not going to be given to you. you can give them. And it's not going to be given to you in a trip to Disney. Yeah. We're not doing that. Yeah, so and that that balance between a strong sense of identity and entitlement. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So in closing for this week, I want to encourage you guys, first of all, to do something at least for five minutes every single day that completes you, that makes you, that fills your cup, that doesn't deplete you, but fills your cup. Would love to invite you into the studio. And then if you do have a regular yoga practice or meditation practice, come and join us in the studio. Leslie teaches t today, tomorrow. Wednesday. Oh, We're yes, just gonna go today. Tomorrow, yeah. yes. today, Wednesday at eleven thirty. And Merritt also teaches on Wednesdays. Do, yeah, a meditation on that strong sense of self and identity and strengthening our solar plexus. So come and join us. And then if you are not in the Chattanooga area, don't forget you can check us out online at thriveyogaandwellness.com forward slash thrive dash online, where we have a great and growing collection of yoga videos, yoga tutorials, inspired workouts, and it's gonna to continue to grow with meditations and other things like that. Thanks so much for tuning in, you guys. Can't wait to see you soon. Go in peace. Namaste.